man, I bet you just love chicks, don't you? It's like, <laughs> what are you thinking about me, dude? What? Is, what? Like, don't. Ew. <laughs> I, I don't tell me what I should be liking or not. What? What do you think I'm liking? Like, stop. It's gross, dude. I bet you're just like me, and you love chicks, man. Like both of us, dude. We love women, man. For sure, not a doubt, not a question in my mind, dude. I love boobs and tits and. Uh, I like when ass. I think my favorite response. Now I would never say, but I love when somebody else says it because it just it makes everything ten times funnier because of how tense the situation gets immediately after. But if someone's like, "How you doing?" and they're like, "Good, you need a hooker," <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> "Why would you say that to me?" <laughs> Good, dude. I'm just trying to rail some fucking slash. That's all. So funny. Other than that, I'm good. It's, it's consistently hilarious. Because anytime the person who asks how you're doing, they're always like, oh. <laughs> okay. It's like, are you serious? Are you fucking with me? I don't know. Man, I wish I could just rail a prostitute right now. <laughs> you ever get that hankering? You get that no. hankering? <laughs> you know what I'm craving right now? Whores. <laughs> Medium rare. <laughs> Medium rare whore. Oh, God. I just need something. <laughs> I need a woman who is just so down and eager to please daddy. That's all I really need from you, kitten. Oh, oh my God. everybody far and wide maybe you're a little wider than most but it's okay if you're far away from me you can be as wide as you want anyways welcome to episode four of season three baby today welcome to episode four my darlings Today, Troy and I, being relationship connoisseurs, experts, we're here to teach you all about how to go out there and just shake it around and jiggle it around and get someone to come and say, hey, I love you. I thought you were going to say get someone to come. Get someone to come. (laughs) That's what we're here for. Okay, all right. So I want to start this out with... Hold on. We need to explain our qualifications. Troy, how many girlfriends have you had? Uh, uh, As many uh, of you have had boyfriends? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. You know you're one of them. <laughs> I have had three serious relationships. Okay. All lasting at least over, currently, nine months. Okay. Two of them lasting over a year. Okay. The last one's still currently going on. So you could be a father is what you're telling me. <laughs> you could have Fucking, a bastard child out there. <laughs> My qualifications are... Three, three serious girlfriends. Two, only two of which have turned into lesbians. So only two, only two. So Very I think nice. I'm pre- doing pretty good. Very One nice. of which has a consistent turning her new boyfriend's gay streak. Take that as you will. I'm no professional. <laughs> I'm an amateur relationship expert. Not new boyfriends. All boyfriends. No, no, <laughs> not not all. 
I think she's got a hundred percent track record. Yeah. Ninety. Ninety percent. She missed one. I gave her her gay powers. His name was Robert. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Today we are telling you all about the birds and the bees because we know everything there is to know about women. Obviously, I, I can promise you we will give you the best information on how to attract women, how to respect women. The most concurrent and up to date advice. We have nothing but the utmost respect for women in any shape or form. <laughs> I love how this is going to be following that stupid fucking opener. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you've got an Olympus body or a Discord mod body. We we will get you laid. We'll help you out. Yeah. Or All at right. least get you to not have a restraining order put against you. So the first order of business I wanted to ask about is if you could give advice to just any guy. Like, you don't know what they look like. Somebody just texts you and like, hey... I need advice on how to pick up women. What would you tell them? Get a gun. <laughs> no. <laughs> Step one. You have to be not even confident, just aloof. You ha like like you were saying with your Tinder escapades earlier today. Oh, yes. you have to, you you not confidence because I feel like girls can take confidence and be like, ew. He's he's too much into himself. I feel like if you show up and you talk to a girl and you give off the vibe that I really don't give a fuck if this goes my way or not, I'm doing this because I want to. They'll pick I, up on it and they like that. that. Yeah. So what Micah is talking about with the Tinder stuff is uh, previously in between my current relationship and my past one, I decided to download Tinder again because it was COVID and there's no way to meet women like that. I was at <laughs> university. Nothing was going on. It's the only way. So... After a while, I decided, man, I'm tired of not getting any likes. Why am I taking this so seriously? So I decided to not take it seriously anymore. So I put up, like, six photos. All of them were blurry, and I look like a fucking moron in them, except one, right? Like, kind of normal, and I still look kind of weird in that one. And my bio was, I'm pretty sure, here for boobs. <laughs> and the four was the number four, and boobs was spelled with a Z. Here for boobs. So, yeah, take it as you will not really the most attractive account and you could tell that I'm doing it for the meme and it worked it absolutely worked I got like something like what did I say like 75 matches yeah. in like a week yeah unheard of Trump for me in fat hose Un right. unheard of it was to the point where all my friends were like you know they had tinder too we were all single at pretty much the same time we were all we called it playing tinder because it wasn't using it it was just playing with it because it was for fun so we would go through it and they'd take it seriously and they'd have like real bios and like you know what they thought was good pictures of them and I just look like a flaming retard on there and I consistently would match with women they wanted to get with but could not and it became so fun that I, I enjoyed pissing them off more with my stupid account than actually matching with the chicks and talking to them because <laughs> it was just infinitely more funny but then shortly after that I did find somebody on Tinder. How did you get her? Right? What was your opener? What was your opener, Troy? Not the first opener for the other girlfriend. Our opener... So, I I quite honestly would not really text too many people on there. Because I'd match with them and then the, it wasn't funny after that. Okay. So, I really wouldn't talk unless they wanted to talk to me first. Well, I checked on her bio and I was like, man, she's kind of cute. So, I texted her and I was like, hey... So her bio had something to do with, like, looking for someone to get, like, breakfast burritos with or Didn't something Didn't you call like her, that. like, a 
or something? I think that was you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you threw a bottle of paint on her. <laughs> and threatened her after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we... I, I read her bio, and I was like, maybe I'll talk to this one. So I texted her, and then we kind of hit it off. We ended up having a date, like, a week later, and then I pretty much just hopped off of Tinder after that. Okay. So it ended strongly, I would say. But, right. yes, I know you have some more rough edges with today's modern dating pool, because that was really the only way to kind of get it done for the past year and a half, two years, I, I would say. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. To me, personally, if you're on Bumble or Tinder... Or, or, you know, whatever else, social media, to get a girlfriend. You're an idiot, and you're stupid, and you deserve to not have one. <laughs> Case in point, Tinder is made to go fuck random people. It is not made for you to go find your wife. And if you find your wife on Tinder, sorry, she's not your wife. <laughs> she has a good chance she's somebody else's wife already. <laughs> or there's a good chance she's going to get you married to, like, some mono or HPV or something. Nice. Right? Am I wrong? I, don't I think feel I'm wrong. like I feel like in certain areas it's more true than not. Like there's definitely I will not deny there are psycho bitches. Do you think there's Tinder in like Nebraska? Absolutely there is. <laughs> and it's probably boring as shit. It's probably the same person like thirty times in like a picture people. of like a field of corn or something. They, I bet you every photo in Nebraska Tinder has a has some sort of form of corn in there. It would be at a field, you know, they're in like a fucking tractor. I'm just corny, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Nebraska, I'm corny. Corn star. <laughs> I'm a corn star. <laughs> so, step one. We've concluded. Step one. I'm so corny. <laughs> step one. Don't, don't. Don't use Tinder? No. That's your yeah, advice? That's, that's step one A. But step one we've we've come to the conclusion is just don't take it seriously don't take it seriously yeah. yeah i would say the best advice for someone who legit and this is and you shouldn't listen to us but if you do the best real advice i guess we could have on this show is like have fun with it you know you don't have to be an asshole but like if you, it doesn't go south be an asshole. if it doesn't if it goes south you know it's not going well like don't it's fucking don't lose sleep over it like whatever it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> if you have one, one bad date, you should kill yourself. Step one, be six foot five. Step two, be a millionaire. Step three, be sexy. Step four, have profit. a big cock. Step five, profit. <laughs> this is Mike's five-step foolproof plan for women. Yes, foolproof plan for women. <laughs> the four is the number four again. What do you? What's something to our like uh, two female viewers out there that are both my mom and your mom? What do you suggest to them to the female viewer about men that would help them get better relationships with men? As a dude, as a dude guy with a big cock and balls, how, what do you say to a woman? To be like, this is Thanks what... for giving me that compliment coming from a small cock and balls kind of guy. No, you're right. No, you're right. I, I, I think maybe it's just kind of like, you know, like like my cock is like 11 inches and your balls are like one inch in diameter. Grape nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Advice for women? Uh, like, what I do don't you... think I'm in, I don't think I qualify to give that. Okay, but well... I guess it would be like, look for red flags. Like, the only thing I can really, like, because I, I don't know the female perspective. So, like, if I see somebody who's constantly getting in bad relationships, it's because they're getting with bad dudes. That's pretty much, like, the end-all be-all. Okay. Or, you're a fucking psycho. So the two things you have to do is, 
look at the common denominator. If these are great dudes, but you're but something wrong is happening, you're probably insane. Okay. If they're terrible guys, you're just picking bad dogs. You're picking bad guys. You need to like look at red flags before you jump into anything serious. Okay. People should go like people I feel like people in general start dating before they actually know each other now. Yeah. Like the concept of dating is like Oh, we're talking more than like once a week. You like no, no. no. The concept <laughs> of dating is like like you know, I, yeah. Fucking comes before a oh, we we before hug, we, we really know each other. Yeah, yeah like it's, it's all it's strange. all it's all carnal and weird. But like, I feel like you should to prevent any sort of like you know big problems from occurring. You need to like go on probably at least three or four dates. You know what you need to do is you need to go on a fucking hike with somebody. Or something that's like semi strenuous. You have to go so you to know the what they're like. Alaska for a month. Yeah, and survive together. <laughs> yeah, see if you really should make it. But, but uh, you just have to go through like something that's like semi stressful, yeah. and then you'll really get a good grasp of how somebody is. And I think I'd recommend that to dudes too, because there's plenty of people who are like, dude, my girl's fucking psycho. It's like, yeah, like, you, like I feel like I could have predicted that if we had been, you know, if like if you guys had just like hung out for a little bit first. Like, I think the best rule of thumb I ever heard from somebody, and I don't remember who it was, but I remember the message was important because it stuck with me, was if you can't be friends with somebody, you shouldn't date them. Yeah, I can get behind that. If you can't just hang out with somebody and be in a room, like, if it has to be, like, relationship level all the time, you, it's not going to work. Yeah. Because it's weird. It's fucking weird. Nobody likes the touchy-feely couple that's always on each other. It's gross. Like, you should be able to, like, just hang out. I mean, that's the normal progression. You know, you go from friends to kind of, mm-hmm. like, you like each other, then you're a couple, and then... You know, you have yeah. that friendship to build that's off. That's the healthiest way you can build a relationship. Yeah. I firmly yeah. believe. Yeah. But that's not what I was asking you. What are you asking me? Like That what? sounds like advice I would give to a woman. That that sounds like advice you would give to anybody. Right? Women are people too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remind you, Mike. Oh, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> no, like what what was something that you wish the women that you've dated and knew? it wasn't successful with knew about men that they didn't know then? That you felt they should have known. You know what I mean? Uh, if I'm... I don't know. I feel like if I'm... Like, I don't know. I don't really think I have anything crucial. Like, it's it usually just turns into, like, more individual kind of things. Which I don't think I could give a broad spectrum advice on. Like, I don't know. Like, let a, like let guys be, like, aggressive like that. I don't know. It makes them feel better. I feel like incorporation probably is a good one. Like, if somebody... If you have a boyfriend who likes to do stuff, like he's like a, I don't know, like he likes to build things, he's an artist, whatever. If you incorporate them into your life, like, hey, I need somebody to put this cabinet up, even if you know how to do it, Mm -hmm. like, and you make, and you ask them to do it, it's going to make them feel like a thousand times better. Yeah. Like, feeling like you're necessary is pretty crucial to being happy, I would say. Like... If, if you make somebody feel like you don't need them, it's pretty much a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. Like, it's not, it shouldn't be, like, a threat. Like, I could do this without you. Mm-hmm. Like. It should be, like, I want your help on this. Exactly. I want you to come and be a part of this thing that I'm doing. Because I did have a, I, one time, I think it was my high school girlfriend. Uh, she told me that she doesn't want to do projects with me because she hates working with me. <laughs> and I was, like, and, but she said it in, like, a way where she was kind of, like, happy so i think she didn't think it was as bad as it came off but i instantly remember being like oh you're a bitch (laughs) like i was like what the fuck dude like what is your problem like what i want to work with you why can't you work with me yeah yeah but i that comes down to the thing that i would say to all the women that i dated and it didn't work Mm -hmm. we are not the same yes 
me that too. with a big old cock and balls is not the same as you with a big old titty and butt cheeks. <laughs> it, we're not the same. Biologically, we will not think the same. With, we that, will not... with that deep ass vagina and butt cheeks. <laughs> we, we are not the same person. <laughs> I'm going to think, I'm going to react to things different than you do simply because I am a dude. And that's that, okay. okay. That I feel like, I guess, is another thing. Why well, I feel like it's more or less not just like I'm a different person. It's like I'm a guy. At like almost that level sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's like you it can't expect guys to react the same as girls. And a lot I of guess. times they do. You know? Yeah. If you react differently than what your girlfriend would react to, she kind of like. She'll note. They'll notice. Yeah. And they'll be like, like why'd you do that? And it's like, I, I don't know. It was in. Why did you do that? Yeah. Why did <laughs> yeah. you do that? It's just like, if you understand that we are different, things will be a lot easier. Like, oh, he, I just wouldn't get that. Like what he did or what the way he thought about that. I just wouldn't get that. Mm hmm. And it just, it's a different level of understanding. No, definitely understand that. Yeah. I feel like, just like I said earlier, you gotta learn how to be friends first. Like, you gotta yeah. learn how to, like, like, okay, so when you're talking about, like, you don't like Tinder and all that, like, I get it because it kind of goes against what I was saying and being like, listen, like, you need to learn how to just hang out with somebody because the kind of, the goal behind that is, like, you get laid. Like, you'll get laid and maybe you'll get a relationship out of it. Like, that's pretty much the goal. That's the incentive. You don't go there looking for friends. No. You know? Like, no and one any, does. Any, anyone but, that says, oh, yeah, I'm on Tinder just for friends, you're a liar. Yeah, you're, you're a liar. You're, you're, liar. you're just, you're corny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should call this the corny episode. <laughs> corny. Corny for corn. Relationship advice from two corny guys. <laughs> corny for corn. <laughs> corny for horn. <laughs> Man, just keep going. Okay. Um. Anyways, like, you don't really start that, so, like, I, I got lucky, because my... My current girlfriend is great. We get along very well. <laughs> I feel lucky. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I got lucky with that. And that was, like, pretty much draw the cards, I guess. Like, I couldn't have really done that again, I think. At least not there. Like, if I met somebody in person, it'd be way easier to get a real kind of relationship started. But it wasn't. It was COVID. So, okay. impossible. But, um, yeah, I don't know. You got to learn how to, like, just hang out and be in a quiet room and not talk for more than, like, five minutes. Yeah. People who can't just sit in silence with somebody, like, it's not going to work. So step How do you one, expect to, like, you know, progress anywhere if yeah. you can't just be yourself? If you can't somebody? enjoy this person on a regular, like, human basis level, mm -hmm. just be just being together and having a good time. Yeah. So step one, don't take it seriously. Step two, be friends. Mm -hmm. Step three, how do you go about, like, how do you go about the approach Right. Like, you know, let's let's say the scenario this person is listening is like, man, I really want to talk to this cute girl in my in my uh, butthole class. But I just don't know. how. Butthole 270. Yeah. Butthole 270. <laughs> yeah. It's what you need to be a butthole major. <laughs> if you didn't know how, um, I feel like you just go for it. Like there's no there is no real reason you can't just talk to somebody, even if it seems kind of weird. It's better than not talking to them. You're we're one step closer than just staring at them. I, yeah, and I feel thinking. like the longer the longer you wait, the harder it will be, and the more the more awkward it's going to be. Because yeah. after a while, they're going to notice that yeah, you're fucking staring at, at them. Or like this dude keeps sitting next to yeah, you. Yeah, like just like either they're going to think make a move, or they're going to think please get away, get away from me. And you need to find out that answer as soon as possible because it's just going to make it easier. Maybe it sounds childish, but you like pass them a note or something and be like, hey, like. I really liked your answer for this or whatever. Maybe we could get coffee sometime. Even if you don't fucking mean it. Just getting around and being like able to like... such a dumb trope. It could be dumb trope or not. Bitches love coffee. 
Women love coffee, and that's a fact. I think you're pretty cool. I've you never met one. David ring shopping with you. <laughs> you want to come? Uh, you want to come make a coexisting bank account with me? <laughs> you want to co-sign on this house with you me? Come, you want to come joint file our taxes? <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> Can I put you down as an emergency contact? <laughs> that's a good pickup line. I think. Can I put you down as my emergency contact? <laughs> That's would you good. use that? That's pretty good. I, think. <laughs> I would not use that. I think it'd be too weird. I think the right girl bank, that's pretty funny. You're a pretty funny dude. I feel like one of the big things, though, is that if you really want to like just pick women up as, again, just being yourself. Like, if you're at a party and you're trying to pick up on chicks, like, go hang out with your friends. Don't hover around them. That's weird. Go hang out with your friends. Do something fun. Like, go play, like, pool. Or or not pool, but, like, you know, go play, like, beer pong, yeah. rage cage or something like that. And be like, hey, you want to play with me? Yeah, you have to know. You also have to know what your intentions are. Like, exactly. Am I out here to find a girlfriend? Am, do I like this specific girl that mm-hmm. I've been trying to talk to? Am I just trying to, you know, get my corn knobbed? I don't know. <laughs> if you don't know, then that's going to screw you over. That's true. And yeah. it's going to screw someone else over. Mm. So that's step four. Know what you need or what you want. Yeah. No, absolutely. Is you got to be aware. Because... I feel like uh, if you come in with the wrong intentions and somebody's not clear, I feel like you also have to be clear about what you want to. Not only knowing it yourself, but like just being like straight up with somebody. If you're like, hey, this means nothing. You should pretty much tell them that. I feel like most people appreciate that. They do. But here's the thing is that not a lot of people say it. No. And that creates so much stupid fucking drama for no reason. For no reason. It'll fuck somebody up too. Also, I can highly recommend, like, unless you're going to stay together forever, I wouldn't recommend, like, dating in the friend group. And that's because, like, I've seen it, like, three, this, I've had, I got three separate cases back at school in Flagstaff with my friend group there. And it's bad. It sucks. It's really it bad. It sucks because it's, it's it just easy. gets awkward and you want to hang out with these people, but it's like, oh, well, I can't hang out with them now because this person's fucked that person, but yeah, this person like that person. Uh-huh. Like, and now everyone's upset at each other yeah. for no reason. You like just keep that separate. It's dangerous. It's a bomb. Like unless you're really confident that you're never going to split up, don't do it. Yeah. Pretty much. Sorry. That's just how it is. <laughs> That's unless just how the, it is. Unless you're the first one to do it, don't do it. Yeah, like if they're like if they're friends after like you know you can't really predict that. Yeah. But if you if you're like wow it's us like it's it's three guys and three girls, you know when you guys all start getting together that's gonna be weird. Yeah. Because someone's gonna have hurt feelings. It, it always ends like that. I feel like it always happens because it's just so easy. You know. What it I mean? is so easy because you get comfortable. People are like yeah all right <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like no don't do it don't like, do it like you people, shouldn't trust me. People that you were friends with first but you should remain friends with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean like you're you're friends because you get along really well but you've only been friends this whole time because you only get along well as friends. Like, there are plenty of people that are like, yeah, this is my best friend. And then they start dating, like, I fucking hate her. I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's like, like, once you kind of start getting past that zone where you're like, it's no longer like you just see each other on weekends. If you've seen each other more than a couple times a week, you're like, okay, well, I better get used to this. And then it only gets more intense from there. It's not, I'm not going to say it goes downhill, but it doesn't always go uphill. Like, you just got to be ready to deal with somebody and their shit all the fucking time. Okay. But it's not a bad thing. Like, it's just part of a relationship. Now, a big portion of relationships nowadays online, especially with last year, are long-distance relationships. Yes. Do you have experience in that field? I do. So do I. So, 
what can we do? Let's answer some FAQs here. What if someone says, how often should I talk to my significant other if we're a long distance relationship and we can only talk like once or whatever a day, like on the phone or over a text? Basically, should I text them all day or should I wait until the end of the day to have a long conversation? So what I enjoy is it's totally cool to text and check up on each other as long as you're not like, like, hey, 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 when they're not responding. Yeah. You know, like, if you're interested in what they're doing, you should text like, hey, what you up to? Haven't talked to you in a little bit. That's fine. And then you got to wait. Yeah. You can't push the envelope because it's going to get fucking annoying. Never. Phone calls are cool. Double text. Even your girlfriend. Don't ever double text your girlfriend. <laughs> don't. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, is, that your, is that something you live by? Yes. You can double text if you have, if it's part of the message. But if you're like, okay, yes, if, if you're like, message. hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? You should, hey, what are you doing? Like, you're yeah, annoying as shit and you're you say, a child. If you say good morning at 9 o'clock and then 2 o'clock rolls around and you say hi and then 4 o'clock rolls around and you say hello, not okay. You can be married to that person. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, annoying. that's super annoying. I mean, generally they'll text you and be like, hey, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I'll text you when I can. And then you go, all right. And you can miss them as much as you want, but you got to let them get their work done. Yeah. You know, um, with phone calls, we try and, me and my current girlfriend try and call every night. Like, even if it's a quick one, like, hey, like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm out hanging out with friends. Okay. Like, love you. Have a good night. That's it. It could be as short as that. Or if you feel like you need to, you can have a long conversation about whatever. Yeah. But, like, keeping up and like getting to know each other is fun but don't oversell your texting because once you tell them everything that's happened today you have nothing to talk about on the phone if you decide to talk about that that's what i've kind of experienced like it's it's cool to like tell them like i'm doing this right now but wait to describe it yeah when you can actually talk so so it feels more meaningful what i'm hearing from you is that when it comes to long distance and how often you should talk you're more for quality conversation over quantity. Of yes, absolutely. Because quantity becomes annoying. It does. Because I like I'm just guilty, imagine. I'm definitely guilty of doing that. Like yeah. Like hey, what you doing? It's like you asked me this like two hours ago. Go I do that. Thing. I do that too. Yeah. Because well, because we, well, we, I think we all do that. We get bored. Yeah. And somebody else is busy, and we don't have anything to do. So but we're they're like, well, I'm going to talk to them. You know, and it's like, well, I can't talk to you right now because I'm doing something. So you need to occupy yourself. So. I don't know, whatever. Like my best recommendation is get a hobby. Find something that you can, like, not forget about them, but they're just not constantly you, yeah, on your you mind. Play some video games, go out with friends. Like, and that's actually, the best. That brings me to step seven of being... The, now we're kind of moving towards, like, once you've been talking to somebody, now this is, like, how to keep a relationship, how to be a good partner, more, more of that area. Step seven, be comfortable by yourself. That too, yeah. Live you got to learn to just life. hang out around, you know? This person that you're with is not your life. You have two separate lives that you live apart from each other, and you choose to come back and hang out with each other. I would say that, like, 80% of relationships will have long distance, at least for, like, a year, you know, or, like, yeah. a, a short amount of time. Like, you're going to have a time and period where you can't live in the same state because they're trying to get a job. Yeah, especially if you're And you're, you're trying to find a job, too. So, like, oh, shit, well, my job is in New York, and yours is in... Tennessee. Fucking wherever. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. Then you just got to figure it out. Like, okay, maybe I, I need to work here for a year or two. And then, you know, I'm eligible to do online work or something or whatever. Like, I can move. I can get transferred. That kind of shit. Like, you can't... Like, I guess in cooperation mm-hmm. with your step seven would be, like, put your own life first. Like, put your own career, like, your own enjoyment kind of first. And it can, sounds kind of selfish, but, like, you shouldn't allow someone to limit you and you shouldn't limit somebody else like 
okay, you finish university, you're dating somebody, right? You tell them, hey, I need you to stay here with me. You can't go find a job and improve yourself if that's what you really want to do. You can't go out and do this. I need you to stay with me. Because now there's going to be resentment. Because they're going to be like, I could have done this. And they fucking stopped me from doing it. What the fuck? Because that's exactly how I would feel. So you can, you know, love each other just as much as, you know, whatever. But you can't put tabs on people and be like, you're not allowed to do this. Can't put a leash on somebody. Yeah, like, you need to encourage them like, hey, listen, if you want to stay here with me, that's cool. That's totally fine. I'm never going to complain about that. But if you need to move to start your job or, you know, move your life on to the next chapter and become a real adult, pay for your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have to go out of state to get a job, that's fine. Yeah. I can't stop you. I want to hang out with you still. I'll miss you. But we should start growing up. Yeah. That's like the most adult, I think, kind of process you have to go through. No, two two people can certainly have, you know, that, like you said, in the modern world, especially as a young person distance in your relationship is kind of inevitable Mm -hmm. but i think when two people live their own lives and they have their own agendas in mind and they go and they they start to fulfill them you know a more fulfilled person and a more happy person will probably be a better partner in the long run right yes absolutely because if they feel like they got their accomplishments done they're gonna be like fuck yeah and they'll want to help you out with whatever but if you prevented them from doing something that they just kind of dreamed about like don't be a dream killer like imagine if somebody told you like hey i don't want you to do that job you've been dreaming about doing forever because now i like you and i can't afford to have you leave because that's controlling and weird yeah and annoying so you just can't be like that it happens all too often you know where you have like the the high school couple where they're like one's like, oh, my dream school is is poop shit fart university, but that's in yeah, com- and then and then whoever else they're dating is like, well, I just want to become a mechanic and drink, and then they basically stay home forever. Yeah, or like I'm thinking of a specific couple from high school. Shut up, and, and, <laughs> and you know, it's like, I need you to come to come shit pee pee shit, uh, uh, poly whatever tech. school, yeah, yeah. Instead of going to your dream school, like, come to my school with me, mm-hmm. and we can just stay together through college. And it's like, okay. And then they do that, and then they split in college. Yeah. No, I've seen that a couple times, too. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I knew one girl who went to NAU because her boyfriend wanted her to go there because he's going to be an officer in the Air Force. And, uh, like, he had to do, like, there was something, like, he was around that school or whatever, right? And they ended up breaking up after he had just engaged to her. Ooh. Yeah, so that was pretty rough. And then she was like, well, I'm too close to graduating now, so I can't just leave. So, yeah, I mean, just derailing your whole life for somebody like that. Because it could just be, like, over in any minute. Like yeah. you, could, you could fuck up. They could do something weird. It's unpredictable. You're working with somebody else, and you don't know how they think, no matter how much time you spend with them. Yeah. So... You know, take it at your, uh, your own volition. I'm not saying it's a bad idea to follow somebody somewhere if that's what you both agree upon and you really want to do that. But if you don't, if you, you change, need to tell somebody. If you change your plans for this person, might not work out so hot. If yeah. that doesn't, if you're basing all of this on a boyfriend or girlfriend, that's not very wise. Yeah. Because you know, boyfriend girlfriend, you can walk away realistically any time from this. It thing. only takes like. Th- three words to be done like i am done yeah that's, that's all it takes for it to I be over done. there's no we paperwork there's no other thing you don't need you don't need two consenting parties you just need one person to say fuck you i'm out yeah you know 
and it's that easy. So so you really shouldn't be you know basing yeah compromise your... in a relationship is real and necessary, but knowing where you got to draw the line is more important. Yes, can't just be a yes man because you're gonna get pissed off after a while, and you can't just expect them to be like that because they're probably already angry. Okay, so I think I think they need some real world examples. Okay, right. So, what do you think is the worst date you've ever had in your life, Troy? <laughs> the worst date? Um, I don't even know if I'd call it a date. I remember in high school, there was one girl. I'd just broken up with my other girlfriend, like my high school girlfriend. We dated for like a year and a half or something. Okay. Or no, we dated for one year, like almost exactly, right? And this one girl was like, I really like you. Or I heard, like, I heard some of, like, from a friend that she was like, I really like this guy. And he was like, you should, you should talk to her. So I was like, all right. So I started talking to her. She's like, you want to hang out at lunch? So I was like, sure. So we go. She's like, I want to, I want to sit in this area, which is a pretty unpopulated area of the high school. Sits over there. And then she immediately sits on my lap and tries to start like making out with me. And it just made me like repulsive, uncomfortable. <laughs> like if you could ever be like, Ugh. <laughs> like, and she wasn't unattractive. I was just like, this is disgusting. This, this is, this is, too this much is for little way me. too much. Yeah. Way too forward. So it made me instantly uncomfortable. And uh, that was probably the worst one. I had another uh, girl fart in my car <laughs> once. That was really funny. It wasn't a bad date because I just thought it was funny. But I could definitely imagine if I called her out on it, it would be a terrible date for her. Still would have been really funny for me, though. But, yeah. I was, like, looking for her. She got in the car. And then, like, I had the window down. And I rolled the window up. And then I immediately started smelling something funky. But it wasn't like B.O. It's definitely a fart. And I was like, I didn't do that. I would have known if I did that. So I rolled the windows down again and it went away. So did you like this girl enough to just let it slide? I didn't. It's not like I liked her enough. I just didn't know her. And I thought it would be rude to be like, did you just rip ass in my car? Because like, we had be never funny. met in person before. I think that would be pretty funny. It would be really funny. But I just didn't feel like being that quite an you, asshole yet i was like i had a little bit of humanity that night yeah you might have ruined her life if you did that absolutely she would have been destroyed <laughs> oh my god that would have, that's an easy way to wreck someone's life if you're ever on a date and you really don't like the person you're going out with you should just ask them if they farted it's an easy way to just kill it or tell them they have something in their teeth Ooh. that's a bad one Ooh. yeah i used to use that as a conversation ender in middle school be like you have something in your teeth yeah or like your breast smells bad and it's just like that's an automatic shutdown no matter what argument you're having you win you win there's no way and it pisses everyone off it's an easy way to make enemies but it works every time it's like the nuke button (laughs) basically it's like it's a last ditch effort like we gotta get out of here your breast smells bad and you just walk away abort yeah (laughs) what was your worst date um mine was also in high school actually uh I, there was a girl that I had never really met in person. I, I kind of talked to her once or twice. Okay. But I learned through mutual friends that this girl was apparently just all about me. She she wanted to go on a date with me. She wanted to talk to me more. She wanted to hang out at lunch. And, you know, at the time I was like, well, sh- sh- shit, all right. So I did. <laughs> I, I had two other friends that were mutual friends of, her, of ours. Mm-hmm. And we went on a hike. Now, the thing, it would have been okay, but it was made to be a double date for this first date, which is also my first time really talking to her ever, and it was rough. She was very awkward. Super awkward and, like, weird. Yeah. She asked me, like, (laughs) 
She <laughs> asked, questions she asked you? She asked me, like, as we're walking, so the couple that were our friends, they went up ahead of us, and it was just her and I, and I felt kind of bad she was a little bigger, mm-hmm. right? So she, this hike was all uphill. So she yeah. was getting a little red face. She was kind of breathing hard, and she was trying to talk to me at the same time. So she was like, I'm fucking sorry. Yeah. So I didn't, I don't know, we couldn't talk very fast or walk very fast. But she asked me, just to spare the silence and awkwardness, mm-hmm. she said, What do you think is going to happen to you when you die? Nice. <laughs> just a real bomb. Yeah, I was like, Oh, and I could see it in her eyes. And she was like, as, Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, as soon as she said that, she was like, Oh, fucking damn it. It's awesome. It was so bad. What a good, what a good opener. But I don't know. To make matters worse, we go back to her house after this hike, and her entire family was there, and she didn't anticipate that they would be there. And to make matters even worse, worse, they are very devout Mormons. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I'm not a Mormon. I don't think I'll ever be a Mormon. Not after this experience. Not after this experience. I walk in, she sees her entire family, and it almost seems like she tries to get us to leave immediately. Like, oh, you know what? Let's let's get out of here. You know, never mind. I don't think we should come to my house. But then her mom is like, oh, hi, who's this? She's like, this, this is Michael, this is Jacob. And, and it's just like, it's already overwhelming for me. Yeah. This is my first time meeting this girl, and I'm meeting her You're family. marrying your parents yeah. the first time. Yeah. You're I, just hanging out. You're not even on a date or date. Yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking about what's going to happen to me when I die. Right? <laughs> He's going to show you. Yeah. And she had like eight brothers because they're Mormons Mm -hmm. and they're all younger than her. And they just wanted to show me nothing but funny Mormon YouTube videos. So that was was what I watched for like 30 minutes with these children. God damn it. Oops. My leg. <laughs> That's what I watched with these children was hilarious Mormon videos. Were they actually hilarious? No, Troy, they were not. That's disappointing. The videos were like two guys, and one walks up and says, Hey, Jeremiah, are you the book of Shalom Alomanon? Because you're a real gas. And then they start laughing, and they all are cracking up and looking at me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? You wouldn't get it. You're not in the cult. You're right. <laughs> but then her dad comes home. Okay. The most stoic, dead-faced man I've ever seen. And I feel like I'm going to shit my pants. He's like, you trying to bone my daughter? You're Basically. Like, no. <laughs> he walks... And he asks her, he's like, you're thinking about what happens when you die? <laughs> <laughs> no, he he had no idea that she was even going to have me over. Uh-huh. And, you know, we walk in and he's like, who's this? Are you trying to get with my daughter? <laughs> uh, like, no, sir. I'm like, hello, hello. I, I'm Micah, and she's like, this, 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 this is my date tonight. And he's like, you're on a date? When did you, wh- why didn't you tell any of us you were going to be on a date? <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to go outside and sit in the Ingram trampoline. Very which they cool. Had, which is probably the best part of the date. That's pretty sick, actually. Uh, and then I could hear the, him yelling at her from inside. They were arguing. Yikes. And so she finally came out, and she was like, hey, do you want to watch a movie? And in, in my, my little mind voice, I was like, get the hell out of there, get out of there. And on the outside, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch a movie. <laughs> what kind of movie did you watch? Well, that's the thing. Her dad decided that he was going to sit on the couch in between the both of us, which, you know, I wasn't even trying to sit next to her. She sat next to me, and then her dad came in and said, move. 
and sat basically next to me, and she had to sit on the other side of the Very couch. Very cool. Did you hold hands with him? Yeah. I put my hand on his leg. <laughs> he said, meet me upstairs. <laughs> but I, you know, they're trying to think of movies to watch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nope, no, no, not that one, no. And all they're the, all, They all have anti-Mormon underlying message. Yeah, all the little boys are like, let's watch the Book of Mormon. Yeah, let's watch the Book of Mormon. <laughs> it's like, fucking, can you stop? Can you guys just stop being Imagine so having Mormon? more than eight kids. That's terrifying. It's bad, but... That's a lot of kids. Somewhere, God graced me and said, fuck these Mormons, and said... You should suggest Back to the Future, my favorite film. And so I did. And all the kids were like, I've never seen Back to the Future, what's that? And I was just stunned. You've never seen Back to the Future, the iconic film that quite possibly is the best film of our generation? You've never seen that movie? And the dad had to think about it. He's like, hmm... Alright, I guess it's fine. <laughs> like, what does Back to the Future have that's so wrong to Mormons? Everything. It's an anti-Mormon film. It's anti-Mormon propaganda. Every time I watch that film, I hate Mormons a little bit more. Hey, McFly. Mormonism Mormon. isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I, I sat there and I loved that movie. It was grand. The date was saved. I never spoke to this girl again. Nice. Very cool. That sounds like a great and awful date it was <laughs> it was <laughs> effective at least so what was your earliest earliest form date of not not even date like earliest form of romance right i that earliest time where you thought oh this girl isn't icky icky yucky yucky she's a beautiful little flower I never really felt like that as a kid, I think, actually. Never? Uh, not like the girls are gross. I always kind of liked girls. <laughs> <laughs> but I never, like, really did anything about it. I remember in first grade, I was like, this girl's kind of cute. And that was pretty much it. And it only got worse <laughs> as I would get older. Like, uh, the first time I ever had, like, a Valentine's was, I think, third or fourth grade. And I gave some girl a Valentine's Day card and a piece of candy which I think she liked, but I never knew. So I kept asking her. I was like, did you like the candy? And she was like, I haven't eaten it yet. <laughs> and I would go back and ask her like an hour later, did you like the candy? Because <laughs> I really wanted to know if she liked it or not, but she never fucking ate it. Did you like the candy? Yeah, and then she like never talked to me again after that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty much the first form of like trying to woo somebody over. <laughs> did not go well, you can tell. Did you like the candy? Yeah, did you like the candy? <laughs> like whispering in her ear, I'm yeah. like, did you like the candy? <laughs> like an eight-year-old. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I held hands with a girl. I don't even remember the first time I held hands with a girl. I don't it, really remember it. It was a super bad scenario. It what was, happened? It was sixth grade. I had, you know, a little quote-unquote girlfriend that mm-hmm. I would hang out with at lunch. And I wrote her a letter one day in the middle of class. And I said, hey... Like, do you want to hold hands on the way home from school? And she wrote back. She said, yeah. And I, you know, I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I started getting really nervous. And I was, okay. for some reason, I was like, I'm, I'm going to run out of things to say. Oh, my God. And so I took a red washable marker from, you know, my sixth grade fucking classroom. wrote a bunch of shit all yeah. over your hand. I wrote a bunch of Are topics to talk about, right? And, you know, I'm, I... <laughs> I'm left-handed. Yeah. So I wrote it on my right hand. 
with my left hand. A majority of the population is right-handed. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when, you know, school finally comes, I'm standing there all fat and stupid and sweaty. And she walks up, she says, hi, are you ready to go? Yeah. And I reach out my hand, and I realize, this is my fucking right hand. And she doesn't notice that I have red marker on it. And she grabs my hand, and we start walking. And, of course, I'm not going to pull away and be like, "Uh, wait, no, use my left hand. Oh, nice. So we're now walking, finally holding hands. I'm already so nervous that I'm sweating. But now I'm even more nervous because I don't have my topics. And I'm sure I would have thought of something to say, but now I'm too worried about, oh, my God, I don't have my topics. What am I going to talk about? I forgot my flashcards. Yeah. I'm not ready for this test. And so we were walking... (laughs) And, you know, my hands are getting really sweaty, and I'm in complete silence because I forgot what I was going to say, and I can tell she's getting uncomfortable, and it makes me more sweaty and more nervous, until eventually she lets go of my hand because it's so sweaty, and she looks, and she just sees red. She's like, oh my god. Yeah, and I could tell that she was seeing the red, and she knew it was coming from me, and she was like, oh, what is that? And in my great genius, I said, oh, uh, I'm bleeding, and then I ran away. I ran home. Oh, that's like TV show level. Awkward. I never spoke with her again. Oh, that's awesome. It was so bad. Wow. That's great. You really just kind of matured into that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing to my current girlfriend. <laughs> Except it was actual blood. Yeah, I actually just carved it in my hand. Uh, a bleeding. <laughs> and you had to run away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel like... I feel like a lot of people probably have awkward stuff like that. Though. Oh, everybody does. You know, everyone had to go through that phase of being like, whatever. But what do you think it's like for people who've, like, never talked to a woman? Because there's a couple of them out there. There's a couple of those oh, people who have, like, like, I haven't seen a woman in 20 years. Oh, like, sitting at their computer desk, like, yeah, <laughs> women aren't real. Women aren't real. Don't you understand? <laughs> They're just men with defects. If you like a woman, you're gay. I'm not gay. You are. <laughs> They're men with defects. Fellas, if you're out there and you don't know how to talk to a woman or you've never talked to a woman, one, consult a doctor. You may be autistic or have Asperger's. You should be put down. (laughs) Two. (laughs) uh, Consider euthanasia. No, consider why you haven't. I feel like like a lot of grown men, they're like, yeah, I'm just too nervous to talk to girls. I feel like a lot of time it stems from you feeling like you know, like, you're not following our first seven steps. You're take, you're overthinking it's it. It's from the book. Read yeah. the book. <laughs> the seven steps. You're taking it too serious. You don't feel confident in yourself. Like, realistically, there's no such thing as, as being out of someone's league, I don't think. I think you're wrong but right at the same time. I think people can... There's definitely ugly people out there. Yes. And we can all admit that. Yes. But that doesn't have to prevent you... From getting with somebody who's super hot. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. There's plenty of ugly dudes with really hot chicks. Case in point, Jay-Z, Beyonce. Exactly. That dude's fucking ugly. Jay-Z looks like a monster. He's got a croissant nose. (laughs) Nose looks like a croissant. He's got dry sand lips. (laughs) But But case in point, great. That's a great example of just like a a pretty ugly dude who's with a really hot chick. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. So if you take that mentality, walking up to a woman... I don't, I don't need this bitch. You'll be fine. You know, if, if you follow step you seven. You need to be aloof. Yes. If you follow step seven, which is where you have your own life and you're comfortable being alone, 
you'll be okay. Yeah. It allows you to have the confidence to not care about how this goes. And that's kind of a hard thing to, like, I guess, conceptualize for people who don't really know what it's like to be in a relationship to begin with. Yeah. Because I, I, I understand that feeling of, this will solve everything. It won't. It absolutely will not. It's not a fix-all. Gonna, you're going to get more problems from having a relationship. You should never get into a relationship thinking it'll fix something about you. It will not. Yeah, exactly. Fact, it may make it worse. It, yeah, that'll definitely do that. Because I know plenty of people who are like, I just need a girlfriend right it's like, no, dude, that's the last thing you need. You need to be able to do some self-realization shit. You just got to be able to, like, hang out by yourself. Don't think about chicks. It's it's really hard to do, but it takes a lot of, like, self-meditation. As a dude, you yeah. have to be able to control your corniness. You can't be corny all the time. You cannot. You, you, can, have to, you cannot afford to be so corny. It, it makes people want to stop hanging out with your you. Your hormones will betray you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can promise you that. You have to learn how to control it. Women don't like corny guys. They don't. Control the corn. So step eight, control your corny level. <laughs> Do you hear me? I'll say it again. Troy, say it again. Stop for being me. so corny. You need to control the corny level. Please, please, for the love of God, this is probably the most important step. Think with your brain. It is scientifically proven that you do not have enough blood in your body to have an erection and think rationally at the same time. <laughs> Thanks, Rob Williams. <laughs> <laughs> understand this. Please. I feel like, okay, what's the most awkward thing you've seen a guy do to try and pick up a chick? You know, it's funny. Uh, my current girlfriend has the worst date story I think I've ever heard. Let me hear not it. Not in her perspective, in his. Let me hear it. So she met a guy off Tinder, Okay. right? This Tinder guy, first of all, she had no idea he was, like, five feet tall. Mm-hmm. She's, like, five foot five. Awesome. He's, he's a tiny man. Good start. Super small, right? Already, He's already doomed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But he shows up, and he's very touchy and clingy and talking about, yeah, like, I... Like, I think we do really good together. Like, you and me, like, I think we would last really long if we started dating. And I think maybe you and me would, like, be able to get engaged. Like, if you were to get, you know... Super off-putting, right? Uh-huh. They went on this date, this entire date. He, apparently, he only talked about himself and only talked about how good of a combination they would be if they got together. That's awful. Then, date ended. She ended the date early because it was going so poorly, and she hated this man with a passion. Mm-hmm. She goes outside, and she says, you know, as he's still going, and she says, all right, stop. Listen to me for one second. Let me talk, please. <laughs> I don't think this is going to work. I'm going to go now. She starts to walk away. He grabs her, turns her around, tries to kiss her. She pushes him away. She's like, dude, what the fuck did you understand about what I just said? He then breaks down and says, please, please, please don't go. I'll change everything about me. Please kiss me. I just, I like you so much and you're so great and I just love you so much. And I'll change everything about myself. That means we can be together. Just don't leave. And she just kind of is like, Whoa. It's too much. It's yeah. like it's like overload. It's you can't just but this, blow up on that's, people. That's not even the best part. What? That's not even the best part. That's not the worst part. So he does that. She says, "Step off, you fucking freak. Get away from me." I believe she would say that. She calls an Uber. You know what he says? Can I Uber with you? Yeah. Can I, oh, can I yeah. Uber with you? I kind of spent all my money on our dinner. Oh yeah. You know what she said? No. No. <laughs> he couldn't get home. Thank God. What a beast. Uh, what a what a prime way to respond to just absolute buffoolery like I, that. I think that's the worst I've ever seen. 
or heard of. What? A, that's like ridiculous. I can't imagine spiraling that level. Like you can be a psycho in your head, but I can't imagine like saying shit like that. You know what's an even better, hmm. even more sad? Let's hear it. She went on a different Tinder date the next day. Mm-hmm. Guess where they went? Same place. No, they went to a Five Guys restaurant. Mm-hmm. Was guess he there? Who, guess who worked at this Five Guys? Oh yeah, this tiny little man. Oh yeah, and he had to sit there and take their order and watch them enjoy it. She said that date went okay. What a beast move! Ugh. Do you think she was like, "We should leave," or do you think she's like, "We should stay"? I think she was probably like, "You know what?" Because I would be like, "We should stay." Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she did. It's like a spite move. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Like glad to see you made it home, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Could you get to work today? <laughs> yeah, I'll take a burger with this man that I'm here with. <laughs> Who's six foot, by the way. That's awesome. What an insult. How do you think he felt after that? Oh, I he probably killed himself. Yeah, I would have killed myself, too. Yeah. I would have went, went to the bathroom and shot myself. I think I would have just stuck my head in the deep fry <laughs> oil for the French fries. And like, just head in the vat, instantly dead. Well, what was the worst you've ever seen or heard of? Whatever. I don't, you know, I don't really know. I don't think I have any good stories. I was really hoping that you'd have a good one to carry it. And you did. But I don't think I have too much of anything. Um... Let me, let me brainstorm for a quick second. Uh, like, I've seen people, like, ask people out in very awkward ways. I thought that was fun. Um, I've seen a couple, like, hey, do you want to... I've seen, like, a couple of, like, the dance proposal things like, mm. go wrong. Mm. Those are always cool. It's always, like, Ugh. I think I've seen two of them go wrong, and they're always, like, Ugh. like, that's not good, dude. That sucks. But I can't say I've seen anything at that at quite that level. Of just dudes spiraling out of control. Like that's, I I think that's. I don't I don't so I don't I don't really put myself near people like that. <laughs> Nothing makes me cringe harder than uh, proposal rejections. Yeah. Especially because. That's terrifying. It's always like you can kind of, I don't know. Whenever I see them or see videos of them, I can kind of gather why she says no to begin with. Mm-hmm. Cause to me, cause for some reason they're always in like a mall. It's always right? a mall. It's yeah. always a mall. If you propose in a mall, you're going to, they're, they're going to tell yeah. you no. Cause it's clearly that this guy is like, I don't know that you're going to say yes. So I'm going to do it in front of all these people so that you have the pressure to say yes. Mm-hmm. And then I love when they say no. Cause yeah. it's just like, you just killed that guy a little bit. He will never be the same person. No, never. Uh-uh. You may have just turned him into a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it's kind of funny how, like, if dudes get, like, just rejected enough like that, they just will go crazy. Yeah, you will break a man by breaking his heart. Instantly insane. A woman can can survive, I think. I think she'll bounce chicks back. Are, yeah, chicks are usually okay, but dudes, like, the minute, like, you're not showing the same level, it's, like, crazy. They're gonna go crazy. Once you break a man, he's broken forever. <laughs> it's like breaking a horse. Yeah. Or, like, breaking the elephants <laughs> in the zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Weird. Guys are weird, though. Especially like when it comes to relationships. The male reaction to things. Like, as much as we know them, they're still, like, stupid, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, what the hell is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> yeah. So let's go over our steps. Step one. Don't take it too seriously. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. You you don't care if this goes good or not. Exactly. Step one. Step two. Be friends. Yes. Be friends, be able to enjoy this person on a level that isn't romantic, mm-hmm. right? Step three. What don't was be, step three? I don't remember. Was it don't be so corny or is that a later step? Uh, I think that's step seven. Oh, fuck. Step three. Uh, 
I don't remember. I think we're gonna have to figure this out. Uh, step three. Fuck. <laughs> step three, unknown. Hello, it's me, Juan Pablo. I believe that step three was to just go for it. The longer you wait to talk to someone you like, the more awkward it will be and the less likely you are to succeed. Adios, mi amigos. Step four. Uh, always make sure... It's step four. Be able to live by yourself. Yes, be, be able okay to live by yourself. What's step five? You have your second... You have your own life. Step five, I think, is when we started getting into, like... That, that was when we were more into, like, the Tinder stuff. And I think with the Tinder stuff, it was, like, know what you're looking for. Oh, yeah. Know what you're looking for and tell the other person what you're looking for. Yes. Be Always honest. communicate. Be honest. Step six was communicate quality over, over quantity. quantity. Uh-huh. Step seven. Don't be so corny. your corny level. I'm telling you. You follow our seven-step program. How to get laid in seven and steps And you will less. figure what step four is. Yeah. Or step three. <laughs> Whatever it is. Whatever step three was, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. We'll let you know when we get there. We're yep. still writing the book. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in step one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well. Any, no, you have no more anything? I don't think That's I have it. anything. I'm, I'm, yeah, I think I'm out. I'm dry. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> when Troy and I inevitably end up getting divorced and being fat and overweight and balding, we'll revise the book. We'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back to it. We'll come back. We'll come back to each other. <laughs> We can't the gay episode. Yeah, yeah. We, we made a bet that if we're not married when we're 50, we're just going to marry each other. We're just getting gay. <laughs> getting the gay. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. I can't control my horny level.